Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. You're listening to B-Side Stories. I'm Laura Kewen. Over to Catherine for the second half of the show. Kara, welcome back. So Laura and I are joined here today with Sam Sanager, who's come up with a very creative solution to keeping warm during the Wellington winter. Sam has converted a shipping container into a pop-up sauna built with recycled material right here on the Wellington waterfront with beautiful views of the harbour. Thanks to Sam, it is not unusual to see Wellington, Wellingtonians don their togs, sweat it out together, and then jump into the harbour, much to the delight of onlookers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sam designed and built the sauna last year, from, um, I believe from watching YouTube videos. <laughs> it helped. <laughs> <laughs> and is now bringing the Finnish sauna uh, tradition to the capital for a second season. Welcome, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> So can you talk us through how it came about that you built a pop-up sauna here in Wellington? Yeah. Um, well, I moved to Wellington with my partner who's come to study. So I kind of came without any plans. But uh, right before being here, I was in Copenhagen for work. Ah, nice. And uh, in Copenhagen, I went to a sauna. Kind of the first time I'd ever been to a proper sauna that wasn't just in the back of a gym and was not all... Nasty and dark, but a real nice Finnish sauna. Um, it was on the waterfront in Copenhagen. And I went in, and it was just the best experience I had abroad there. Because, you know, it's quite hard to meet people when you're traveling and hard to, like, really engage truly with people. And I went in the sauna, and it was like I was talking to these people for, like, solid 15 minutes, no interactions or interruptions, just talking to strangers, getting out, jumping in the ocean, feeling, like, really bonded, going out for beers afterwards. Like, this is the most fun public space I've ever been in. Um, so when we got to Wellington, we were down on the waterfront swimming on the first day, and I was had heard so much about the horrible winters here, and I was like, if they had a sauna down here, it would be amazing. It could be just like it, it was in Copenhagen. So that's sort of where I got the idea, and yeah, it just all went from there. And how did you uh, make that happen? Um, well, actually, the first thing I did was just email council and was like, hey, you guys should build a sauna down here. Check out this one in Copenhagen. Um, it could be like that if you did it. And they emailed back and they're like, well, we already have a sauna at Freiburg, but if you want to build a sauna down there, go for it. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't have any other plans. I'll just you know, put a drawing together and try to get some money and get it going. Bit of ki- uh, Kiwi DIY attitude yeah. there. <laughs> I love that. And, oh, I guess I don't have anything else going yeah. on. <laughs> I actually put it on my um, my New Year's resolution list because it was right after New Year's and I was sitting down with my partner making a list of everything we wanted to do and I was like, if I just put build a sauna on the waterfront down in here, then I'll just have to knock it off with everything else, which was real mundane, like cook naan and play badminton <laughs> and then <laughs> build a sauna. Oh, me too. You beat me to it. <laughs> now, that's all well and good for the Europeans, but uh, New Zealand doesn't really have much of a traditional sauna culture. Uh, and Kiwis, you know, they might find it a bit strange to sit in a public space sweating together. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about traditional sauna um, culture and traditions? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is something that's kind of new to a lot of Kiwis. We get a lot of sort of like, ugh, I'm not going down there. <laughs> um, but, you know, sauna or sweat bathing in general is something that's pervasive in so many different cultures around the world, from sweat lodges for Native Americans, Russian banyas, Finnish saunas. Uh, it's something that's kind of universal. I think it's just the heat and the connection and the spiritual side of it kind of appeals to everybody. Um, and so in a lot of places in the world, there is a huge amount of cultural and ritual around it. 
Um, and one of the really fun things has been introducing that to New Zealand. So, for example, uh, in Germany and uh, lots of Scandinavian cultures, they have a ritual called Aufguss, which is where the, the sauna meister. <laughs> everyone goes into the sauna at the same time, and the sauna meister kind of controls when everyone comes in. It's a little more quiet and meditative. They pour, they pick the oils for the stove. They wave the towel around to get the hot air churning and get everyone really hot. And then after 15 or 20 minutes, whatever it is, everyone runs out at the same time. And it's kind of like this whole performance ritual. Uh, whereas in public saunas in New Zealand, you just think of, oh, just show up, go in, try not to make eye contact with anybody, you know, <laughs> sit there awkwardly and hope I don't touch somebody's sweaty elbow and then get out when I feel like it. Um, so all these Europeans were like, Sam, start doing off-goose at the sauna. I was like, I don't think Kiwis are going to go for it. Like, it's pretty weird. And we started doing them. They've been packed, every single one we've done. Tons of Kiwis coming out for it. Uh, yesterday we did a whisking session, which is where you get branches and slap each other in the sauna. And that was another one. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty, like, you know, the little whipping in the sauna. I don't know if Kiwis are going to go for it. But, yeah, it was fun. It was full self-flagellation. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, and I'm definitely going to use that term sweat bathing from now on. A bath of your own sweat. (laughs) I can see that um, being somewhere warm, it would be um, a clear draw card in Wellington. Um, But what are the other benefits to time spent in the sauna, do you think? Um, There's heaps. There's lots of health benefits um, from very well-studied stuff like heart performance and uh, athletic results to more fringe stuff like detox and uh, all the sort of brain stuff it can do for you. Um, so there's a lot of research on that. A lot of people really tout sauna as a huge health tonic, good for your immune system, good to relieve symptoms of a cold. Um, but definitely the biggest benefit that uh, I believe in and that people around the world believe in is just sort of social, mental benefits of just so relaxing such a great way to spend time with people and connect with people in a totally distraction-free environment where you're bonding over kind of a shared difficult but enjoyable experience and you're really focused on each other, meeting new people. And uh, So for me, that's always been the main kind of draw. Mm. So you'd say that the Wellington community has really embraced sauna? Yeah, they have. Uh, we get, get a lot of Kiwis, we get a lot of expats and travelers, but it's, um, you know, we've got a really cool community going that comes regularly and all knows each other and is really welcoming and people from all different walks of life, different ages. One of the cool things about sauna is uh, when you step in, you're literally stripping off all your signifiers of mm. wealth, status, you know, what cultures you're involved in, social hierarchy, it's all gone. You're just sitting in there next to somebody that could be anybody. And so you get that chance to interact with people that you would never see otherwise. So it's been such a cool way for me to connect with lots of people from New Zealand and around the world I wouldn't have met otherwise. Mm. Any unexpected results? or mm, Unexpected results. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just been a bonus, the sense of community that you've created. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what would you say to someone who is um, maybe a bit, little bit sceptical about um, sweating with strangers in public? Um, I'd say just come give it a go. It's quite uh, low-key down there. It's real, real welcoming. Once you get down there, like everybody, sort of all the hesitation and nervousness goes from everybody there. Like, it's not uncommon to see 
a group of people go in there who don't know each other. They're like all quiet and kind of awkwardly getting into their togs. And then 10 minutes later, all running out together laughing, jumping into the water, standing around, getting each other water to drink, and then all running back into the sauna together. Uh, and so it's, it's really, it breaks down sort of a lot of those norms that we're so used to of, you know, you can't be with strangers, you can't sweat in front of people, you can't be exposed like that. And uh, yeah, it's so easy going once you get down there that we never have people sort of have a bad time. Mm, I love that. Um, and so could you just maybe explain how it works? So I'm keen to come to the sauna and, and where, whereabouts are you based and, and how can people find you, I guess? Um, so we're on the waterfront down by uh, the jump platform next to Te Papa and Max. So we're two shipping containers. One of the shipping containers is changing rooms and storage for all your stuff. So you show up, no booking needed. You bring a swimsuit and a towel. Uh, you get changed, you store your stuff in a coffee sack that we look after, then you cross into the other shipping container, which is the traditional Finnish sauna. It's about 95 degrees in there, real toasty. It's got a big window with a view of the harbor. And uh, you sit for about 15 minutes at a time, and then you get out, cool down, jump in the ocean, take a warm shower, and normally people do three or four rounds and stay about an hour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you can learn more online at nzpopupsauna.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram. We're open seven days a week from five to nine in the evenings and no booking needed. So just show up with your kit. Cool. All right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a, I have a um, weird question about what happens to the sauna when it's not on the waterfront? Well, last year it just sat over in a huge field of shipping containers in Petoni, oh, but okay. hopefully we'll find something fun to do with it this summer. It'd be awesome to see it at Oriental Bay or Lyle Bay or, Ooh, yeah. I don't know, if anyone's got a huge piece of property with three-phase power, we can put it in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. All right. Well, uh, very much looking forward to a sauna this winter. Uh, do people really jump in the water even when, even when it's winter? Yes, a surprising amount of people do. People always show up and they're like, I'm not getting in the water. There's no way. And then 15 minutes later, they're in the water without fail. It's probably two-thirds or three-fourths of people who come now jump in the ocean, regardless of the weather. Yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds awesome, Sam. Thanks for coming in to chat about it. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Come. 
program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.